word is coming forth, Sister Nene. Amen. Yes, yes. Hi, Janet. How you doing, my sister? Praise God. We got some uh, folks that came from, uh, is it West Virginia this morning? Praise God. What? What? Look. What? Uh, Y'all came from West Virginia today? Amen. For the jazz festival, God sent you to the house today? Amen. You got to have the word. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to get you some show enough word. Amen. The Lord, the Lord going to give you some word. Amen. You're going to clean, forget about the jazz festival as we get finished here. I'm telling you, hallelujah. <laughs> he says the best for last. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Well, welcome. Welcome you. Amen. We thank God for you. If you're ever in the area, amen, you can find us on the internet as well. But if you're ever in the area, amen, please come back by and visit us. I thank everyone this morning, all the brothers and sisters in Christ, amen, the people of the house of God. We welcome you into this house. And my brother, I welcome you. Amen. My brother here, amen. I, I greeted him two or three times. Welcome again, brother. Amen. Hallelujah. Into the house of the Lord. Amen. Are you ready for the word this morning? Hallelujah. Uh, look at Psalms chapter 24, and when you get to Psalms 24, I'm going to ask you to stand up, amen, because uh, I'm going to be dealing with some things next week, and one of the things we're going to be dealing with is how to honor the word, amen, how to honor the word, and the way we honor the word is that we stand up, and I'm going to be teaching on, on honor for the next uh, four or five weeks, as the Lord, if the Lord would say the same about honoring, and one of the things that we're going to begin to do in this house is that when we get to the word of God and to the passage that the Lord would have us to, to kind of start at, I'm going to ask you to stand up and uh, I'll, I'll get into the message. I've taught it some, some years ago, but we're going to uh, get into it. Uh, not today. I'm just talking about some of the things that the Lord will be bringing forth about how we're to honor his house, how we're to honor his word, how we're to honor the man and the woman of God. I got to teach you. Amen. If I don't teach you, I'm the pastor. That's what I'm supposed to do. This isn't about me. It's really all about him. And so we want to be able to uh, learn as a, as a house and as a people because as other people come, as God add people to this house, they're going to be looking at us. And if we don't understand, amen, they're going to they're basically mimic us. They're going to mimic what we do. And we're going to be able to teach them in the word of God, amen, why we do what we do in the house of the Lord, amen. So if you're with me, you're at Psalms 24. Look, look at, uh, we're going to deal with all of Psalms 24 this morning, but I want you to look with me at uh, verse 7, and we're going to declare that together. Read with me. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Let's say that again. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lift up. Ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Amen. The message that the, the Lord would give unto us today is let him in. Somebody say, let him in. Let him in. Hallelujah. Get, your, get, get a person sent to give him a high five and say it's all about him. You may be seated in the presence of our life-changing king. Amen. Let him in. Woo, my God, my God, my God. Let him in. Come on in, God. You already got it. How he going to get in? You got to let him in. My God, that's how he going to get in. We got to let him in. He wants to come in. He wants to come in. And today the Lord would have me to declare unto you to let him in. And we're going to understand today that it is important uh, that we understand our place in him. Because it's very important that the way he gets in, Sister Nene, is through us. 
let him in. The way his glory, his manifest presence will reveal itself, it comes through us. And we're going we're gonna to see this. We're going to see this today. And uh, so we're going to uh, get some background. Uh, hold your place here. We're coming right back here. But I want to go back over to Exodus 33 because that's where we've been in this series of messages. This is the last message in this. Uh, go back to Exodus 33. Uh, it should be easy to go from the front of your Bible, Genesis, and then what we got next? Exodus, amen. Genesis, Exodus, and then go to verse, I'm sorry, chapter, uh, did I say 33? 33 and 18. 33 and 18. We should be very familiar with this scripture here. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, I thank you right now, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus for all that has taken place, Lord. I thank you, Father, for the prayer. We thank you, Father, uh, for the worship. We thank you for the prophetic utterance, Lord, that have come forth, Lord. We thank you for all of these things, Lord. Now, Father, we uh, set our hearts into agreement, Lord, to uh, receive the engrafted word of God, which is able to save our souls, Lord. We thank you that we lay aside, Father, every weight and sin that so easily entangles us, Lord. And, Father, with patience we run the race that has been marked out for us Lord we thank you that we lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness Lord and with meekness Lord we yield we, 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 we yield ourselves Lord we humble ourselves Lord that we may receive the engrafted word that is able to save our soul Lord now Father we give you the praise the honor and the glory we thank you that we have ears to hear what the spirit is saying to the church Holy Spirit I welcome you this day and I ask you to have your way in and through me, think through my mind and speak through my lips that we, hallelujah, may glorify, hallelujah, the Lord thy God, that we may lift up Jesus this day and that he will be glorified and magnified and high and lifted up that it's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let everyone say amen, amen. and amen. Hallelujah. hallelujah. You're at Exodus chapter 33. Look at verse 18. And it says, and he said, I beseech thee, Show me thy glory. Now, we know that this is Moses, and we know that Moses was God's set man, was he not? He was God's set man to deliver, to save and to deliver the people, the Israelites, amen, from the promised land and to bring them into the land from with milk and honey. Do you want to get in your land from with milk and honey? Man, I'm telling you, God been teaching me about sowing and about giving. I'm telling you, it's going to come forth in some months. I'm telling you, man, we get ready to get delivered. I'm telling you, man, you getting ready to make a change in your financial situation. Amen. I got a seed in the ground. You just got to learn how to put a seed in the ground. And you put a seed in the ground, you keep sowing that seed and keep sowing it, you're going to have harvest that's going to show up. It ain't going to have nothing to do with your job, how many hours you get. If you got it, God is going to teach you how to work with what you already got. Look, 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 somebody say, my broke days are over. Look, I ain't going to be broke no more. You want to know why? I got to see. I got to see. And if you learn how to, so I don't know why I'm here already. I'm, I'm not, this is not where I'm going today. But this is what the Lord been teaching me. He said, son, you're going to teach the people how all to get delivered. You ain't going to have to have no three jobs or two jobs any longer. You just be obedient to his word. And he said, I'll bring the harvest in. Yeah. I give seed to the soil, he said. And, what, and thank, this is what I like about it. He worked with you right on the level that you're living on. You begin where you're at, amen? But you got to pass the, the money test. Or you got to be able to be a giver, amen? 
Let's move on here. I don't know. What, that's not where we're going. This is going to be after honor. Amen. <laughs> this is going to be after honor. I'm telling you, God already tracking this thing, man, already out there. So we see here that he says, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. And we understand here that God is using Moses to bring the people into a place that's uh, flowing with milk and honey. And we have learned here, look, look at verse 19. He says, and he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee, and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. And he said, thou canst not see my face, for there no man shall see me and live him. So we see here that he asked God. He asked God, and for those that were not here with us, I like to do this as a passing review to bring you up where we're at so we can go together. Amen. Uh, so we, we see here that, that Moses asked the Lord thy God, he says, now, will you go with me? And God told him, yes. He said, well, show me your presence. And what he was asking was, he says, I want to see your full glory. I just don't want to see a, a part of you. I want to see all of you. I want to experience the fullness of who you are. I want to see your glory. That word glory is the word that means weight and honor. Amen. Uh, uh, it means splendor. He, he, what he's saying was, I want to see all of you. He had showed himself uh, uh, as a cloud, amen, many times. He showed himself as fire on top of the mountain. But he said, now, if you're going to go with me, amen, show me. He says, show me your glory. And he wanted to see the full manifestation of him. You already know said, he, he, he came into agreement with him. He says, I'll show you my glory. He said, but I can't, I can't let you see me face to face lest you die. You're going to die if you see me face to face. But you know what he told him. He said, now, you go up. He said, now you, he said but I'm going to put you at a place where by me, amen. And when I manifest my goodness towards you, I'm going to put my hand over the cleft of the rock. I'm going to walk by you, and you'll be able to see the, the rear end of me, the backside of me. Amen. Don't you know God's backside will blow your mind? I mean, just the backside. Amen. We, we, we all trying to measure folks up on the front. God said, nah, all I need you to see is my backside, and that's a mess your mind up. Amen. See, I said last week that our ears cannot even contain, amen, we're not even smart enough to handle God. Amen, I'm here to tell you, we, we're not. We just got to let God be God. And I'm here to tell you today, amen, we got to let him in. We got to let him in. I want you to see this now. He says, show me your glory. Look down at chapter 34, verse uh, 2. Because there's three things that we talked about uh, 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 last week that I want you to be in remembrance of as we move forward. Because I'm going to launch off of one of these three points that's going to bring us to the place that the Lord wants us to be today. And wants to move us forward in him. Amen. So we see him. Uh, there was three things that was the pre for preparation to, uh, 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 to encounter God. There was three things that he told him. He said, now I'm going to show you my glory. He told him, now look at verse 2, 34 and verse 2. Let's look at verse 1. And the Lord said unto Moses, hew thee two tables of stones like the first, and I will write unto these tables the words that were in the first tables which thou breakest. So we know he's going back up on the mountain another time. Somebody say another time. Because the first time, you know what happened. They were down there. They rose up to play. They were partying and hearty. They were having a good time. And Moses came down and took them tablets, amen, the Ten Commandments, and threw them down, down there at this particular time. And then God, God, God was so furious. God said, I'm ready to mess up all them stiff-necked people. I'm ready to kill them all. And Moses cried out on their behalf. But Moses said, but you say you're going to take them on behalf of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And then Moses knew that they were stiff-necked people. Look, God didn't want to go with them, and Moses didn't want to go with them either. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but Moses Moses said, now, if you're going to go, if, if you're gonna, you want me to lead the people, if I have found favor in your sight, and if you know me by name, amen, what he's saying is, well, who's going to go with me? That's what he asked God. Who's going to go with me, amen, because we don't, look, look, I've learned I don't want to do anything by myself. You know what I'm saying? I, I hear what I'm saying? Look, 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 look. I can be by myself as long as he is around. 
Oh my God, as long as he's around. I don't need no music. You hear what I'm saying? I don't, me and Pastor Angela was riding, and I know this is going to relate to her. We were riding this week, the two of us, man. And, and, and Pastor Angela, she likes to have music on in the car when she rides. I understand that. You know, she don't know. I like to ride with no music on. I, I mean, it, it ain't no spiritual. There's no deep thing about it. I, Pastor Angela know me. I can sit in the house all by myself. I ain't got to be listening to anything. I don't want to hear no TV. I, I just like to get over there, you know. And so Pastor Angela, I know she wasn't upset that the music wasn't going on. She was upset that I wasn't talking to her. So we, 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 we riding, right? And the reason why I wasn't talking to her because God was talking to me. You hear what I'm saying? I done got so used to riding by myself that I have my radio off, you know. And Pastor Angela like having it on. So I'm driving her car with her radio off. So that, that was the real issue. You driving my ride, and you, and you got my radio off, and you ain't talking to me. Amen. See, I was in the zone as if I was in my own car. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just be riding, and that's when God, God can talk to me when you're riding in your car. You know what I'm saying? I used to ride to uh, when I was in the Indiana Army National Guard some years ago. I used to love that two-hour drive over to Indianapolis. I didn't have on nothing. I mean, absolutely nothing. God would talk to me about all my circumstances, all my situations, all my ups and all my downs. He would talk to me about my bills and my children, my wife. He taught me about everything. But all I had to do was I had to cut the music off. See, for some of you, it might not be music. It might be ESPN. It might be the sports thing. You want to kick, you want to get your morning daily uh, kick up, amen. Uh, you want to listen to the herd at lunchtime. You might want to listen to uh, who them boys on in the morning. The two boys, Mike and Mike in the morning, amen. You might want to get Mike and Mike. You might want to get your fix. I know where you're at because I used to listen to Mike and Mike. But I come to find out Mike and Mike not doing anything to my spirit. I mean absolutely nothing. Mike to Mike, any of them are not doing anything. I'm not saying that they're bad people, amen. But look, I'm saying, Lord, I'm getting ready to shut this stuff down, and I know you would do something for me. If you talk to me, I know your words, amen, will not return to you void. They will accomplish that which you sent them to do. And they ain't got to be thus said the Lord. He can just talk to me like he know me, amen. See, you got to know him to what? Show him. Oh, that's what the psalmist says when he says, I got a seed in the ground. George, you got to sing that, brother. Amen. Hallelujah. We might need to hear that at the end. Y'all, y'all get that together. I'm telling you, man, but we got to know him to show him. And this is what Moses was designed to do. I want to know him. And to check this out. God wants to know, want you to know him just as much as you want to know him. I would say this. He wants to be more intimate with you than you can be, than you want to be intimate with him. But Moses said, show me thy glory. Show me your glory because I'm not going up with these folks, if you don't, reveal yourself to me. If you don't go with us, this is what he said. He says, I'm going to go with you, and I'll give you rest. Now, three things for the preparation of the presence of meeting God. They're right here in the scripture. I'm not going to make these up. Look here, verse 2. He says, and be ready in the morning, and come up in the morning unto the Mount Sinai, and present yourself there to me in the time. I can't preach this again, but you, you go get it. It's out on the internet, the notes and everything. The first thing is say, be ready in the morning. Be, yeah, you got to be ready in the morning. So when he says be ready in the morning, I got to believe it What morning time yet. So he had to prepare himself, amen, and he's looking for folks that's humble. He's looking for folks that are meek. He's looking for folks that are holy. You know what I'm saying? He, like, like, he said, now, 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 meet me in the morning. Uh, uh, meet me up in the mountain in the morning. He says, prepare yourself. You see that? What he says? He says, be ready what? In the morning. 
and do what? Come up what? In the morning. So I got to prepare myself for the morning. Amen? I got to humble myself. I got to make sure that I'm walking holy and pure before the Lord thy God because if I can't go up there with sin in my camp, sin in my life. Amen? So, so he says again, somebody say, be ready in the morning. The second thing it says, if you're ready in the morning, he says, and present thyself to me in the top of the mount. Somebody say, present thyself. Now, he says, be ready in the morning. Now, he already told him what he was going to do. I, I got into this last week. Well, I got to find me a corner. Where my corner at? My corner right there. <laughs> find me another corner. Amen. Yeah, that, that's the best one. That's the corner right here. What he did, I believe, when he got up there, Elton, this is what he did. He says, be ready in the morning. I believe that boy's heart was ready. I believe he was humbled and meek. I believe he didn't confess all his sin because he said, I know God get ready to show up and he'll burn up everything. He'll he'll, he'll burn up everything that's not like him. Amen. He he will consume something because he's an all-consuming fire. Amen. And so he goes up there and he tells them, now I'm going to put you in the cleft of the rock. I believe he was ready. He said, be ready and come up in the the mountain. I believe that brother got up there and got slammed up in the corner. (laughs) I believe it was like that because he said, if you see my face, you won't live. I believe he got right in the cleft of the rock. He says, I'm going to put you at a place near me on the rock. And we know the rock represents Jesus. Amen. So, so we, we know that he was safe and secure in, in, in the sun. Amen. Standing there, there. But he said, now, when you come up, present yourself. And we talked about how the scripture tells us over in Romans chapter 12. Present your body as a living. I beseech you, therefore, brothers, as a, what, 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 by the tender mercies of God, that you present yourself what? As a what? What kind of sacrifice? What kind? A living sign. He said, come on up here. Meet me in the morning and get on up here. What? Present yourself. He's talking about presenting yourself as a living sacrifice. Amen? That's what God wants. He wants us to present ourselves in a way that's holy and acceptable unto him. Amen? Now, 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 this is, now the third thing I want you to see here, and then we're going to come back to the second point because this is what God's going to launch us off of. Look, look at the... Um, he says, uh, present thyself there to me and we're at the top of the mount. Amen. We're going to deal with that. Look at verse 3. And no man shall come up with thee. Amen. The third point was what? Come along. <laughs> I mean, you can't bring mama. You can't bring grandma. You can't bring your, your spouse. You can't bring your children. He said, show up alone. If you want to see my glory, he said, be ready in the morning. Present yourself. Amen. And what? Come along. Come on, because he getting ready. And, and then he explained it. He said, now, I don't want you to bring nobody else with you. Because every time he had come before that, he brought up Joshua, Aaron. He, left, he brought up men on the hillside. He said, I don't want anybody on the hillside. Not only that, I don't even want any livestock, even grazing around the, the bottom. I don't want nothing. I want you what? To come along. If you want to see his glory, you got to be ready in the morning. You got to do what? Present yourself in the mountain. And you what? You got to come along. I'm telling you, you got to come by yourself because he's preparing to do what? He want to come on in. He wants you what? To let him in. To let him in. He's preparing them. He was preparing Moses. Moses, I want you, amen, I want you to be the carrier. I want you, amen, to, to, to show forth my glory in the earth. And you're going to see this here that the Lord thy God wants you He wants to manifest his glory through each and every one of you, through all of us. This is what he wants to do. But we got to meet him on the mountain. We got to be ready in the morning. You know what I'm saying? We got to present ourselves, and we got to go up that mountain all by ourselves. I'm telling you, you got to leave your situations and your circumstances, your ups and your downs. He can handle all of that, but what he's saying is, I need you to get over that and come look and get ready to. See, 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 look what I'm saying. He said, because, look, look, now, because, now, let me say, just in case you take it up there. He is our all-consuming fire. 
some things he is going to consume, some things that he will remove. Amen. There's some things that will remain, but there will be some things that will be removed when you come into the presence of the most high God. When you ask him to show him your glory, I'm saying you need to go up there prepared though. You need to go up there and present yourself. I didn't mean to stay here that long. I want us to see this here though. I want us to see something here. Uh, 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 look at verse 2 again and be ready in the morning and come up in the, in the morning unto where the Mount Sinai and present thyself to me and where in the top of the mountain there in the top of the mountain and he says when you come come along and I wanted to share this with you because the Lord thy God is going to give us some understanding here as I go over to Psalms back over to where we're going to be at today Psalms 24 Psalms 24 now, I've talked about what the glory of the Lord is. Psalms 24, verse 1 is where we're going to be at. We may turn a few more places. But I want us to understand some things here this morning that he wants us to let him in. Somebody say, let him in. 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 And, and so uh, I want you to know this about his glory. I, I defined his glory, but I gave a definition last week about his glory. His glory, somebody say, it is all that he is, all that he has, and all that he wants to do. This is his glory. All that he is, all that he has, and all that he wants to do. This is his glory. This is his, this is his splendor. Amen. This is, this is the weight of God. All that he is. Amen. All that I have and all that I want to do. And, and we don't have time, but you study it out on your own. If you go back to where we were at in Exodus, you'll, you'll see it there, and you're going to also see it here, uh, that we will see uh, these d definitions that we gave to you here uh, about all that he is, all that he has, and all that he wants to do in our lives. Now, look at verse 1, uh, 24. And this is a psalm of someone say David. David, David. Now, David just come out of the Psalm 23, and that was a bad psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You thought he got down there, boy. Look what he get ready to do in 24 here. Because what he wants us to do is to understand who the Lord is. And see, and that's what the Lord is trying to get Moses to do. I want you to understand who I am. When he brought him up there, he didn't show him a bunch of, you know, you know what he said to him? He says, I am Lord. This is what he told him. He said, when you go up. He said, I'm going to show you. He said, he, what he says, he said, I'm going to show you who I am. I'm going to present myself unto you. And when he got up there, this is what he says. I am the Lord. I am the Lord. God. Yeah, yeah. When he, when he stood up in the corner, that's what God wants to meet you to let you know who he is. But Pastor, I thought it was about getting me a house or a car. No, you'll get that, but you got to know who he is. Because if you get that before you get him, you won't know who got it for you. Matter of fact, if you get that without getting him, it's only you that have got it. And if you got it, guess what? You got to keep it. But if he gets it, amen, he going to keep it and protect it on your behalf. Oh, my God. Because he told him, he said, look, he said, look, he said, I'll go with you and I'll what? Give you rest. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, when he go, when the presence of God, when the Shekinah glory of God goes with you, he gives us what? Rest. He gives us rest. We get the rest in this thing. See, he goes beyond faith and the anointing. He, you know, we got to have faith. And he anoints us. But when the, when the glory of God, the manifest presence of God shows up, he says, just step back. Because I'm getting ready to do everything that I need to do. I've showed up now. And I'm going to give you what? Rest. See, see, your faith and your anointing will get you there. Amen? Hallelujah. But, but he, that's when he shows up and he takes over. But he told him when he showed up, he says, I am the Lord. 
the Lord thy God. I give grace who I want to give grace to. Mercy who I want to be mercy to. And he says, yeah, I visit the iniquity. Amen. So he said, I ain't, I'm not forgetting the thing. I'm a fair and a just God. Amen. Those that are living wrong, I take care of them too. I take care of them that love me, and I take care of them, amen, that are evil. He said, I'm a just God. And so he got Moses up there, and what he did, he proclaimed. That's how he said, hey, I'm going to proclaim my name. And last week I was told, I believe he said, I'm Jehovah Jireh. I'm Jehovah Rapha. I believe he just, he just told Moses who he was. And that's what we all need to know because he wants us to be the carriers of his glory. You know what I'm saying? You're going to see this when we move to the New Testament. He wants, to, he wants the, the, the glory of God to come through the church. And we are the body of Christ to come through us that the people will see him. This is why when we come to the house of the Lord, and this is why we were talking about the things that have been talked about today in here. Because it was all in preparation for what? The word. For what the Lord wants to share with us today. And you'll see that he works all together. He works all things together for his good. Amen. For those that are called according to his purpose, those that love him. He does this. And this is what he's doing today. So I want you to stick with me. Amen. Now, now I want you to understand this. This is what he says. He says, what well, faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. He speaks once, but you got to listen twice. Faith come by what? Hearing. And then hearing by what? The word of God. So faith come by what? Hearing. And then hearing by what? The word of God. He speaks once. We got to listen twice. Because this stuff got to break through. It got to get through, amen, your, your intellect, your mind, your flesh. It got to get through. You know what I'm saying? It got to, it got to get to you. So you got to look, look. So if I said once, you got to listen. You got to listen intently in this house, amen? You got to listen intently. This is why I say it twice sometimes. Because I want us to get what the Lord is saying. Somebody said, let him in. Let him in. So we see here. That he told Moses, he said, Moses, go up to the mountain. Because this mountain is a very important place. And when I was, when I was uh, sitting down, and this was in early on in worship, this is what the Lord said. It was one of these songs y'all were singing. And, and uh, this is what I See, God will minister to you through the worship time frame. He'll talk to you. This is what he told me. Tell the people to get to the hill. Get to the hill. Get, get, tell them to get to the, just tell them to get to the, they'll know what I'm talking about. Tell them to get to the hill. Get up to the mountain. Amen. Make, make yourself ready for tomorrow morning. Present yourself. Amen. Get up in the mountain, he said. He said, tell the people to get to the hill. To get to, now let's look at this here. We see here in Psalms 24 and 1. Now, we, we understand that his glory is all that he, that he is, all that he has, and all that he wants to do. Look at verse 1. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell in it. For he hath founded upon the seas and established it upon the floods. Now, David is telling that that's all that he has. The earth is his. Amen. You hear that? The, the, the earth is the Lord, the fullness thereof in the world and all that dwell in it. So somebody say everything is his. See, see, see now this, this, this will make you go to the hill. This will make you go to the mountain that you understand everything is his. That which I have, that which I want, and that which I desire. Everything is his. Amen. And so I got to get to the hill if I want everything that, that he wants me to have. I got to get to the hill to see him, amen. And he wants to not only give you your desires, but he wants to supply your wants as well. Because if you love him, amen, he's going to give you not only what you need, but he's going to give you what you want, amen. Because your want is going to be in alignment, amen, with who he is and what he desires for you to have, amen. Uh, some of us just think about, Lord, give me what I need, Lord. Not, I want what I need and I want what I want, amen. But, but that's just how much I love him, you hear what I'm saying? 
because I know what he has for me is going to be good for me. Amen? I want what God wants for me. Amen? So we look here at uh, verse 3. He says, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his what? Holy place. Now, where you think David was going? Uh, Moses was going. Moses was going. He said, what? He said, now make yourself ready. Get ready in the morning. Amen? Present yourself where? In the mountain. Now, David is talking about now the earth is the Lord, the fullness thereof, and all that belongs, all that's in it, that's contained. It's the Lord. Amen? Then he asked, he said, now who shall ascend? Amen. Who shall ascend? The what? The, the hill. Amen? The hill of who? And you better believe Mount Sinai, where he was going, was the hill of the Lord. He said, look what he says. He says, now, who shall ascend unto the hill of the Lord? Or who shall what? Do what? <laughs> who shall what? Present yourself. Who, who shall stand in his what? Holy place. So you must understand that when he tells you to come up to the hill. That's why he told me, tell the people to get up to the hill. The hill is a holy place. It's, it's his holy place. Amen? It's the holy of holies. It's, be prepared to meet him. He says, get up to the hill. Now, I said last week, this is one thing, and I said it today, but I'm going to give the fullness of what I said last week. I, I spoke and told y'all because the Lord told me this. He says, I've always desired to, to meet my people. I've always, I have desired to be intimate with them. He said, I want to show you how I progressed in the Bible. He says, first, I met Moses in a burning bush, a theophany in a burning bush. Then I told him, from this day forward, I'm going to meet you in the mountain. He said, then I met him in the mountain. Then I had them to do the, 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 the tent of meeting or the tent of the congregation. So he says, I come from heaven to the bush. I come from heaven to the mountain. Then I had them to meet me a, a tent of the congregation, a tent of meeting. You remember when he put it outside the camp? He said, look, look, look. Then God came from, from, from heaven, amen, to, 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 to the tent of the meeting. Amen. You see, God is progressively getting closer. He, he wants to get closer. And, 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 and then King Solomon, and he told David, David said, I want to build your house. He said, you won't build it, but your son will. He built, he built, he, did he build a house for God? Did Solomon build a house for God? The Bible says when Solomon, that morning, that when he prayed out there, the Shekinah glory of God came out of heaven, and it came what into the temple that the priest couldn't even get in there to even minister, amen, because of the Shekinah glory of God was in there so thick. Do you see him getting closer? You see him getting closer? He came down instead of being out there somewhere in the tent. He said, build me a temple and I come into the temple. But he did better than that. He said, now, don't you know that your body is what? The temple of what? The Holy Ghost? He said, now nah, I'll come all the way to your house and knock on your door and sit on your sofa and minister to you. I'm here to tell you what I'm saying. God wants to get intimate with his people. But I'm telling you, you got to go up before he going to come down. Oh, yeah, so you got to go meet God. You got to be ready. You got to present yourself, and you got to go all by yourself. As I tell you all the time, every top got to stand on his own bottom. Every top got to stand on his own bottom. And, and I'm telling you, he's going to give you some evidence that you've been with him. Oh, yeah, this won't be no blackout. Oh, 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 your folks will know. Oh, that's what I think about God. He said you'll know them by their fruit. Not by what they're saying, what they're wearing, what they're living, what they're driving, what kind of Bible they got, what kind of suit they got on. You'll know them by their fruit. Well, I'm telling the fruit I'm looking for, the manifest presence of God. I'm looking for the Shekinah glory. I'm looking, amen, it's the presence of God with you. That's what I'm looking for. And I pray that's what you're looking for in your pastor, is the presence of God with him. I mean, that should be, look, look don't worry about all that other stuff. It's the presence of God with the pastor. 
Is he preaching a now word? I ain't talking about a leftover. I'm talking about a now word. Something that's moving you right now. Amen. Because I believe somebody's going to leave out of here saying, I'm going up to the hill. I'm going up to the hill from with cometh my help. My help coming from the Lord. Look to the hills with cometh your help. And you got to understand that your help come from the Lord. See, the Lord wants you to, he wants to help you so you can help him. Oh, my God. You need to hear this, man. God don't want to leave you pole mouth broken, busted, and disgusted. Think about that. Why would he want to do that? He wants to use you to reach the world. He wants to use you to reach the world. So he wants you to have his very best. But you got to die. We got to go up there, man. And we got to be, we got to be holy as he is holy. And the Bible says, well, I don't have time. I'm, it's still in my spirit. But when Moses came back down from that mountain, the Bible says Moses wished he would have put a veil over his face when he went and seen God. Because when he came down, the people seemed just to, he was shining. It was, it was the, yeah, from the backside, from the glory that was up on him. And what I'm saying to you, when we get into his presence, we ain't got to tell people anything. They gonna know, but no, but no. He's been in the presence of God. There's something bright. Oh, let me put on my shades around this individual. There's something bright about them. See, we're living in a time of darkness. This is why he says, let your light shine. Don't put your light and put it up on a, amen, a bed, amen. Put it on a candle stand, amen. Let your light so shine so that people can see what your good works and do what? Glorify what your father is in heaven. So what you're saying, see, he, he look, he exposes us and puts some of his glory on us so that people can do what? Glorify our father, which is there. This is why you got to what? Get up in the hill. Why I got to get up in the hill so I can let him in. So I can let him in. So I can let them in. I got to get there. I got to get there. I got to get there. Let's look what it says here. It goes on. We got some, oh God, help me, Lord. Help me, Holy Ghost. He says, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? He that have what? Clean hands and what? A pure heart who have not what? Lifted up his soul into what? Vanity, nor what? Swore deceitfulness. Now look here, this is interesting because it has everything to do with what you're lifting up. You're going to see this, what you're lifting up. He says, now he that have clean hands and a pure heart. That's the preparation. Prepare yourself. Clean hands and a pure heart. Who shall ascend to him? Amen. Who, who shall stand in the, in, the, in the holiness of the Lord thy God? People would, he that has clean hands and a pure heart. And who have not lifted up his soul into vanity, nor sworn into deceitfulness. Man, the Holy Ghost want to take me somewhere else, but that's not where I'm planning on going. The Holy Ghost, I'm reminded over in 1 John chapter 2, he says, uh, if you say you have no sin, you're a liar. That's what he said. What he said. Yeah, yeah. And then he said, if you, if you say you have not sinned. <laughs> he dealt with, say, so you, you don't have sin, you have not sin. He, he, would deal, he says, we say these types of things. But he says, if you have sin, we have an advocate with the Father. If we confess our sins unto him, he's faithful and just to do what? Forgive us as our sin and do what? Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. So how do I get clean? Amen. Let him clean me. My confession. I'm confessing, amen, I'm confessing, and I'm what? I'm repenting, amen, repenting. So you could just confess that thing and still do it the next day. But when you repent, amen, but you got to understand before you repent, you got to be broken about the situation. See, brokenness leads to what? Repentance. If you ain't broke over it, you just going to confess it. Oh, sorry, confess. Lord, I'm sorry I done it. No sooner you prayed it, you doing it, no sooner you got through. You know what I'm saying? 
because you haven't repented of that thing. You haven't been broken over that thing. You ain't went up to the holy hill of God. See, but you got to get clean before you go up to the hill. And he the one going to clean you. Amen. You remember when, when he was uh, breaking, uh, doing communion with them, and he says, I'm going to wash your feet. And what's God said, no, nah, no, nah, I'll wash you. He said, but you better hold up. I need to wash your hands. Look, I need to wash your feet. He broke it down to him, right? He broke it down to Peter. And then Peter said, wash my hand, my hand, my feet. Wash all of me. He come to the revelation, man, that he needed to be cleaned up, trying to be smart. He, 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 he needed to wash everybody. Oh, you don't need to wash me, Lord. Well, come on, boy. All of us need to be washed. All of us need to be cleansed on a regular basis. Because if you're not, you're going to start talking like you've been talking. You're going to start thinking like you've been thinking and doing like you've been doing. Amen. You've got to go up to the hill every day, sometimes more than one time a day. Sometime at lunch, I go get in my car and cut on my air conditioner and just sit up in there and say, God, I'm telling you, God, I'm coming up to you here. I got to talk to you about something, and I need you to talk to me. I'm telling you, man, I'm learning that I got to, look, I got to fight for my time with the Lord. I got to fight. I got to make it up. I'm telling you, I got to fight for it. I have to fight for my time to be with the Lord because the enemy don't want me to be with him. Because I am, if I am with him, I'm going to show forth his glory. Oh, you need to hear this. If I, oh, if I can just get with the Lord, the devil don't even have a chance. You know, God reveals things unto us, man. Yeah, he reveals things unto us. I'm telling you this. So where are we at here? Verse 4, he said, he that had clean hands and a pure heart who have, uh, who have not, somebody say, lifted up. His soul into vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. So we got to watch out for that. See, because our soul, it's all about the saving of the soul. In my opening prayer, you know, I said, lay apart all filthiness, superfluity, obnoxiousness. Amen. Be, be humble so that we may what? For what? Receive the engrafted word of God that we may do what? Save our soul. This is about the soul. This is not only about your soul, but this is about souls. Going to the hill is about souls, not just your soul, but other souls. God wants to use us to save souls. And he says, if you don't get control over your soul, you know what I'm saying? You ain't going to do nothing but mess up a whole bunch of other souls. You know what I'm saying? And then we're going to have a whole bunch of soulish people walk around here. And, he, and God don't want a church full of soulish people moved by emotions, moved by what feels good, what sounds good. You know what I'm saying? God not moved by that. He don't want folks moved by that. See, our souls want to do what it wants to do. But he wants us to get the spirit to take oversight over the soul so that the soul can follow the spirit of the living God. Amen? Hallelujah. So let's look at this here. Verse 5. He shall receive. Look what he said now. He shall receive what? The blessing from the Lord. It, what? And righteousness from the God of his salvation. So he said, now, whoever come in with clean hands and a pure heart, and they have not uh, uh, lifted up their soul into vanity and sworn to sin, he should receive what? The blessing from the Lord. I believe the blessing from the Lord can, is, it look, is larger than anything that you can do on your own. It won't even compare to anything you can do on your own. He said, if you get up to my hill, if you come up there holy, if you come up and present yourself, if you come up and yield your will to my will, he said, I'm here to tell you that you're going to come down with the blessing of the Lord upon you. I'm, look, 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 what, what, there's a scripture that talks about the blessing of the Lord. Amen. It, it, it causes no, what, no trouble. What, what, the, the blessing of the Lord. Amen. That's right. There you go. Amen. The blessing of the Lord. It addeth no sorrow unto thee. I don't know about you. I want the blessing of the Lord. I'm so tired of my job. You know what I'm saying? I'm so tired. Look, y'all pray for your I'm coming off that sucker. You know what I'm saying? That ain't what, that ain't, God told me that ain't what you're supposed to live off of. 
He showed me in the word. No, you live off the temple, son. I mean, his temple and this temple and this temple here. I ain't, no, I ain't putting no condemnation on nobody because I know who provides me for me. Amen. The, the Lord provides for me. You think I'm waiting on the people to, 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 to oh God. see, because God will say, all right, are you, are you dependent upon the people or are you dependent upon me? One of the first deliverances that you need to get is to be delivered from people. Because the minute you depend upon people, people will control you. They'll control you with money. They'll control you with influence. They'll control you. Oh, I've been delivered. Amen. So you can't, you, 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 you can't work me like that. Amen. Uh, nah, 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 nah. See, God would, would teach us here. The Lord is showing me. He's been teaching me something about even sowing seed. Don't receive everybody's seed. You, you better know. You better examine their fruit because they could be talking about you like a dog and trying to sow in your life. He said, not nah, tell them to keep it. Tell them to keep it. Amen. <laughs> I tell you, bro. But you look, you got to discern everything that not only you giving, but what you're also receiving. You got to, I'm telling you, man, people trying to work. Folks are working in witchcraft today. You hear what I'm saying? Folks are demonic, man. Folks are, you, you better understand this thing. You better watch what you yoke up with and who you yoke up with. I'm telling you the truth. I'm speaking to somebody. This ain't in my notes. I ain't even playing to say it, but the Holy Ghost is speaking to someone. You better watch who you yoking up with. Because they will destroy you if they're not the child of God. They will destroy you. You can count on that. that that's the end of it. They're going to destroy you on that. So let's look here. Look at look, look here. He says now, uh, uh, God, can I get through this Holy Ghost, please? He says, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord and the righteousness from, from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that do what? Seek him. That seek what? Thy face, O Jacob, Selah. He said, meditate upon that thing, man. Just meditate upon it. And then look what he says, David says on the other side of this. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall what? Come in. Who you think he's talking to? He's thinking about those that's going to go up on the hill. What he's saying is lift up your head. See, your head represents the highest. It's the chief. That's why I said earlier, lift, look into the hills from which come in your head. How you looking? You're looking up here. Hebrews 12 and 2 said, uh, 3 or 4, somewhere in there, looking unto Jesus, what the author and the finisher of my faith. See, you got to lift, lift up your head. Somebody say, lift up your head. See, there's a lifting up that we got to do. See, when you go up, you got to look up. Oh, my God. There's a lifting. And long as you're lifting, you're climbing. Long as you're lifting your head, you're climbing, you're going up. See, this had to do with the chief. This has to do with how things rule. This all had to do with what you're looking at. What you're looking at? What you're looking at? We got to be what? Looking at him. Looking unto Jesus. Amen. The author and the finisher of our faith. So he said, look what he says. He says, lift up ye what? Hands. He said, lift up ye head. Amen. Last thing I know, he says, I'm the head and not the tail. See, Jesus Christ, look, Jesus Christ is the head. We are the body. Amen. He says, lift up your head. But when we're up under him, we're the head in our household. You know what I'm saying? He says, lift up ye heads. You leaders, amen, you chief among them, lift up your heads. Look what he says here. He says now, uh, lift up your heads, O ye what? Gates. Now, this, this word here, gates, is the opening. Lift up your, O ye gates. He says now, lift up your head, amen, you chief parts, you highest part. Lift up your heads. Oh, then he says, O ye what? Gates. He said when you lift up your head, you got to understand you are also our opening. <laughs> you are what? Are opening. Whoever you look to, you open yourself up to. Who you looking to? 
Who you looking to? You don't even want to look in the mirror at yourself. Who you looking to? You look at yourself too long. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who, who's the prettiest of them all? Who's the fairest of them all? Oh, I think I am. I am. I am, Lord. No, no, every time I look up in the mirror, boy, I say, I need some help. You know what I mean? I need some help. I mean, physical help, spiritual help. Every time I look up in there, every time I look into the perfect law of liberty, I see I need some help. I see, I see two people in the Bible. I see myself and I see Jesus. And Jesus always looked much better than I do. I want to be more like him. He said, now lift up your heads, O ye what? Gates, you openers, and be ye what? Lifted up, ye everlasting what? Doors. He said, not only are you a door, you're an entranceway. He says, and what? And the what? And the who? And the what? The king of glory. So what? Come on in. How you think he going to get in? Huh? How you think he going to get in? He going to get in through the heads. He going to get in through the gates. He going to get in through the everlasting doors. He said, you got to lift up your head, amen. You got to look to heaven, amen. Then you open up yourself. Then you open up the door. So what? The king of glory can come on in. Uh, The question is, has he come in? Is he in your life? Have you let him in, amen? Have you you let him? You got to ask yourself, have I let him in? Have I let him in? Had I, have I let him in? And then this is interesting. I believe many times we don't let him in because we don't know who he is. This is what we've been dealing with today with, the, with Pastor Angela and everyone talking about. That's what we've been doing. Do we really know him? Or do we got something else that need to just continue to move us? But do we know him? Do we know him for ourselves? Have we been up to the mountain on our own self, by our own self? If I ain't got nobody in the saints of word, I done come over this place on my own, amen. Just me and the Lord up in here, and I'm worshiping him and praying to him. I, you, you don't need all that. And what we're saying is, can you get to that place where you can be alone with him? Can you get to that place that you're going to sin this holy hill? That you're going to stand in this holy place. That you're going to have clean hands and a pure heart. Amen. That you're going to lift up your head. Amen. That you're going to open up your gates. And you're going to open up the everlasting doors. And let the king of glory do what? Come on in. Somebody say, let him in. Let him in. Oh, my God. You got to let him in. You got to let him in. Now, just in case you don't know who he is, David said, I'm going to break him down to you. He said, look, just, if Moses didn't get it to you, he said, David going to get it to you. Amen. You look, look what he says here. He says now, he says now, who is the king of glory? Now, do you think he's asking that because he don't know? No, he, he, he's posing the question just in case somebody reading this that don't know. Well, who is? Well, who, why are you telling me to do all that? Who is the king of glory? The person we've been talking about the last three weeks. His manifest presence, the king of glory. Look what he says now. See, 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 now, now this is, we talked about all that he has. The earth is the Lord, the food of the earth. Now, this is all that he is. Amen. And look, look, he showed Moses who he was. And now David is testifying to who he is. Look what David said. Who is the king of glory? He says, what? The Lord. Amen. That's the same thing that he told Moses. He says, I'm the Lord. The Lord thy God. So, so David says, look, David says, who is the king of glory? Somebody said, the Lord. Strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Oh, my God. You hear that? He said, well, who you letting in? The Lord. The Lord thy God. Amen. That's who I'm letting in. Amen. Strong and mighty. The Lord what? Mighty in battle. That's who you letting in. That's who you letting in. Amen. See, this is why what you're going to say, you don't need to go up. 
The battle is not yours. The battle is what? The Lord's. See, the only way the battle can be the Lord, amen, you got to get in place. You got to look at him, amen. You got to open up your gates and open up the everlasting door and say, come on in, Lord. The Lord thy God, mighty, amen. He's mighty, the Lord thy God. He's mighty. He's mighty in battle. That's what he says. <laughs> I can't take too much more of this. Somebody say, let him in. 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 You at the right place listening to the right message at the right time, my sister. Let him in. Let him in. Hallelujah. See, some of us done let him in, and we just got him up. We, we, we done went on done our thing. But you got to learn that you cannot live without him. He got, you got to let him in so he can stay in. You can't put him out. He ain't going to force you to do anything. That's why you got to let him in. You got to let him in. Now, look what David says here. He goes on to say here, verse 9, he says, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and lift them up, ye what? Everlasting door. He says again, and what? The king of glory to do what? Shall come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord of what? Host. Oh, my God. The Bible says he's the captain of our host. All angelic beings. All everything. You hear what I'm saying? He's the Lord of hosts. That's what he says. Look, look. He says, who is the king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is what? The king of glory. Then he says, Selah. Meditate on that thing again. That right there is enough for you to go shake your, set yourself up and just meditate. What? Cut off the music. And just meditate upon that right there and see what the Lord would do. See what he'll do. See what he'll do. Now, so, so I, I, I was thinking about this. For the matter of time, we're going we're gonna to go over there. Amen. Come on. We ain't worried about no time. Amen. Let's go over there. Uh, go with me, please, if you will. Go with me over to Genesis uh, chapter 28. Genesis chapter 28. We want to see this. We've got two more scriptures after this. Uh, thank you, ma'am. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 28. This is the last message in this. And I got to get the mother low. Oh, I'm still doing good on time. Amen. Thank you, Michael, for starting having the clock on today. I'm probably going to bust it wide open, though. But uh, Genesis 28. Genesis 28, verse. Let's begin at verse 10 here. Now, what, what the Lord thy God, by way of the Holy Spirit, is, is what he wants to show us. Elder, is that he wants to use you, me, child, all of us. His glory going to enter in through us. It's going to enter in through us. Now, this is how it works. Moses reflected the glory of, of God to the people. You hear what I'm saying? Amen. David and his generation, everybody in their generation, they reflected that God used. They reflected his glory to their generation. Because he told, he told Moses, when he got through dealing with Moses, he says, first of all, I'm going to make a covenant with thee. After he showed himself, and he come down and showed himself to him, and he revealed who he was, he said, I make covenant with you. That's what he said. Then he says, observe to do what I, I tell you to do. He, he made a covenant, and then he gave him some commandments, those ten commandments. He said, then he says, keep thyself. That's what he told him. He's, because I'm using you 
to manifest my glory unto the people, to the people that you're going to lead, and I'm going to be with you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And the people act up, I'll manifest myself. I'll show. He done it many times. He manifested himself. Amen. And so he says, now, now you got to keep yourself now. And what I'm saying to you, this is why he wants us to go up. That's why David is saying now, go up. Who, who can ascend the holy hill of God? Who can stand in this holy place except he that had clean hands and a pure heart? And see, because he wants to show his glory. And he wants to manifest his glory to his people. Amen. But he's going to use people to do it. He ain't just got one or two. He'll use anyone and everyone that will yield. He don't care what kind of job you got. He Look, he don't care if you ain't even got a job. He wants to use you to show his glory. He wants to use you to do this. And he wants to use the church. And you are the body of Christ. Now, Genesis, we're going on over here because I'm getting ready to make this thing real, not only in Genesis. Then we're going over and look at Jesus and look what Jesus said. Amen. Now, now the first thing here I want you to understand here in Genesis, we're not going to read it all. Ah, God. This is, this is uh, uh, our brother, uh, uh, my God. Jacob, Jacob, Jacob at Jacob's well. You see, look at verse 10. And Jacob went out from Beersheba and towards Haram and, and lighted upon a certain place. Somebody say lighted upon. See, that's no coincidental accident. That's a, what we call a paga moment. That's the word paga. It's a moment where you fall upon. You, 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 it's, a, it's a chance encounter. You see what I'm saying? It's a chance encounter. You just what? Fall upon it. Amen. But, but let me tell you, look, look, when you walk with the Lord, there's just going to be some places you're going to what? Fall upon. And you're going to have an encounter with the Lord. When you walk with the Lord, you don't know where the Lord going to break out on you at. I'm telling you, he ain't, gonna, he ain't got to ask you to show up. Amen. As long as you're walking according to his will, he'll show up and manifest you look around and say oh my god the lord thy god is in this place you won't even know it it's called a paga moment yeah it's one of the moments you said my god god up in here and i didn't even know he was up in this place look what it says it says and he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set and he took of the stones of that place and put them for his pillow and lay down in that place to sleep. Amen. And he dreamed and behold, a ladder set up on the earth and, and the top of it reached him to what? The heaven. Now, now, if there's a ladder on the earth, he dreaming and that ladder going up to heaven, what do you think he looking at? He looking what? Up. Amen. Oh my God. <laughs> he looking up. He looking up. You hear what I'm saying? Lift up your heads, oh ye gates. Amen. L lift them up. Lift him up. We got to lift him up so we can let him in. Look what it says here. It says at verse 12, And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, who? The angels of God ascending and descending. Now, this denotes God, doesn't it? The Lord of hosts. The angels are doing what? Ascending and descending. And then at the top of it, you're going to see Jesus standing up at the top. Look what it says here. Verse 14. Uh, I'm sorry, verse 13. And behold, the Lord stood above here and said, what? I... <laughs> That's what he's going to always do. The first thing he's going to do is testify who he is. I'm going to what? Proclaim my name. I'm going to, look, anytime you have an encounter with God, it ain't about you. He got to go proclaim. Look, he got to remind you every time you have an encounter with you, I am the Lord thy God. I am the Lord thy God. He says, and behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, thy God of Abraham, thy father, the God of Isaac, and what? The land whereon thy life to thee will I give it into thy seed. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the way. Now listen to this. God wants to manifest himself not only for you, 
for your family? For the, look, I don't know about you, but there's some stuff need to be straightened out up in my place. Look, there's some crooked things that need to be made straight. There's some rough areas that need to be made smooth in my family. And I'm saying, Lord, I'm the one. Use me, oh God. I'm climbing up the hill because the buck going to stop right here with me. Oh, this is going to get straightened out, Lord. And you're the Lord that straightens it out. Amen? Because you are the Lord thy God. Amen? Yes, sir. I'm telling you, man, God wants to use you. He wants to use you. Let him in. Let him in. He says, look what he says. He says, and thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread across above the west and to the east and to the north and to the south, and thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Who? All who? The families of the earth be blessed through who? Through Jacob. It's the same thing through us, church. How you think folk going to get blessed? Through you. Through the glory of the Lord flowing through you. He wants to use us. He's using the church in this hour that we live in. I'm telling you, man, this thing is more than about what you think it's about. Look what he goes on to say. He says, behold. I am with thee and will keep thee in all the places whether thou go. If you hear that? And will bring thee again into this land. He says, I'll keep you wherever thou goest. I was, me and Pastor Andrew were studying the word over in Psalms 1. I think he said, he says, he says, whatever you put your hand to, whatever you do, I'll prosper you. Over in Joshua, he says, wherever you go, I'll prosper you. Right here, he says, wherever I go, I bring you into the, he says, I'm going to keep you. Wherever you do and wherever you go, he'll prosper you. Amen. But over in what? Psalm 1 says, if you meditate upon the word day and night. Joshua, he told y'all, be strong and courageous. He said, keep the word that Moses had given unto you. You see what I'm saying? There's something about keeping and staying and keeping yourself, amen, in God's word. So that you, so you could be prosperous wherever you go, whatever you do. Amen. The Lord thy God got to be with you if you're going to prosper in everything that you do in every place that you go. I don't know about you. I don't want to have a chance encounter without him. Without him. I need him everywhere I go. Look at verse 16. And Jacob awaked out of his sleep. And he says, surely the Lord is in this place. And I knew it not. And he was afraid and said, how dreadful is this place? This is none other but what? The house of God. And this is what? The what? The what? The what? The what? So we've learned that the house of God, the church, is the gate of heaven. Now, we know that this is brick and mortar that we're in. And you are the body of Christ. Amen? So the, what? the house of God is what? The gate of heaven. How did heaven get into the earth? Huh, huh, huh. What, what, what? Open up what your gates, you everlasting what doors? You we got to let them in. Oh God, you can't look, look, look. Oh yeah, you're not off the hook. Look, look, look. Not from this day forward. From this day forward, you know now how he get in. He get in through you. But I'm telling you, your hands got to be clean. You got, got clean hands in the prayer. I'm telling you, God. Look, 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 look. I, I swear to God that it ain't gonna be any other way. Don't think you're anointed. And your hands clean. And your heart, you ain't pure. Don't think you're knowing it. Look, 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 look. That's how the Bible says, be not deceived. God will not be mocked. That which you sow, you will also reap. I'm telling you, y'all, you better wake up. I'm telling look, I'm, I'm telling you, as your pastor, look, don't you think you're fooling yourself, fooling God? You ain't fooling God. You're deceiving yourself. You're deceiving yourself. 
You better know God put you in this planet. He saved you, amen, not for you to do just what you want to do, so that his glory can come into the earth. God wants to use you. Oh, don't say, no, nah, no, nah, that's just for the preacher. No, nah, that's for everybody. God wants to use you. He wants to use you, and he's going to do it. I'm telling you, God only does it the right way. I'm tell- there ain't no faking it till you make it. Because you're going you're gonna to keep faking it. It ain't no faking it till you make it. We just got to be real with God. And we got all of us can ascend the holy hill of God. Anybody can. He said, just get ready for tomorrow. Just present yourself, amen. And when you come, come along. Don't leave your tags, your titles. Leave, leave all that mess and just come on up here and see me. Come on up here and see me. So I can do what I need to do for you. So I can heal you where you need to be healed at. So I can straighten out the iniquity on the inside of you. So that crooked thing, that bent thing. Amen. So I can uh, straighten out the transgression that's in your life. Just come on up. Just like you are. Amen. And get ready. And he said, I'm the, my consumer fire going to come on that hill. I'm going to remove everything that need to be removed. Amen. And I'm going to tighten up everything that need to be tightened. He says, I'm removing and I will let some stuff remain. Oh, yeah, but I'm going to look. I I even deal with that which remains. I'm telling you, church, if we want to experience the manifest presence of God in our lives, you got to learn how to go up to the hill. You got to learn how to lift up your head. I mean, you got to learn how to open up your gates. You got to learn how to open up your doors and let the king of glory come in. Amen. Who is the king? That's what you got to have a revelation of. Who is the king of glory? You got to know him for yourself. You got to know if you're going to experience the manifest presence, the Shekinah glory of God, if heaven going to come down to the earth, you got to know him for yourself. And when you know him, amen, you will be ready to show him. That's what I start to name this message. You got to know him to show him. But you got to let him in. You got to let him in. He wants to come in. He wants to come in and he wants to come in. Through your life. I'm going to turn on here. Let me go over to John. Please go with me to John chapter 2. We're about finished. John chapter 2. I don't use that time up, Mike. Amen. We're almost finished. John chapter 2. Now, it was interesting. The Bible said he took them pillar of rocks and turned it into a pillar. <laughs> well, God, I speak to you when you sleep. And see, and this is, the, this is what the Lord is saying. When you have those Paga moments with God, them out of place moments when he shows up because he's, just because he's good, <laughs> just because he's gracious, just because he loves you. See, see we, many times we want to control God. We want God to show up when we want him to show up. We can handle the rest of it. But God, when I really need you, I'm going to come and fall on my face and I'll call upon you. Nah, God want to be with you all the time. Amen. He wants to be in the boardroom. You know what I'm saying? He wants to be on the golf course. He wants to be wherever you're at. Amen. And look, if he's with you, he'll keep you out of some of these places that you're going and some of the things that you're doing. He'll keep you out of there. But he want to be with you wherever you go. He'll prevent you from going to some places that you already think, well, this is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, he wants to be with you. John, I said John chapter 2. John chapter 2. When you get to John chapter 2, hold your place there. I want to say this to you. Uh, uh, we're about finished. I want to say this to you. When these Pagah moments will be moments that will be, they've been planned by God, but they weren't planned by you. You'll stumble upon them, and you'll know it's nothing but God. Just like he says, my God, and he called the place Bethel. He says, this is the house of God. But what he done to make that a memorial, he took his pillow and made it a pillar. 
You hear what I'm saying? God will do things to you. I mean, he, he will show himself unto you in that place that you lay. That, that, the, he, he'll, he'll bring that place of remembrance. He'll turn it into a pillar. What you mean? A Look, I can, all I got to do is look back and look to, to the stones of remembrance. <laughs> when he showed himself strong to me, I made, I, look, I made a memorial to God. I set up a pillar and I called it a name because I can just look back where God blessed me. Amen. He showed himself stronger to me. Amen. He, he manifest. I seen Jesus standing up on the top and the angels ascending and descending and God trying to get into the earth and he wanted to show me, son, I want to use you. Son, I bless you and bless your household. I bless everything about you, son. If you will serve me like Jacob and and Isaac and him, it was like Isaac and Abraham, all of them served me. He said, I just want you to serve me the same way. And then you'll build up a pillar there. And you'll say, but I know that he is the Lord thy God. I got pillars in my life. I got a pillar right here. I remember when he delivered me from this. I remember when he showed up in this situation. I remember when he, when he showed himself out over here. I remember when I was just home sleeping and he fixed it overnight. Amen. I just, you can remember these things. Your pillow will become your pillar. Will become your pillar. Because while you sleeping, God's still working. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? When you, and then when you can learn to give your money to God like you're supposed to, while you sleeping, God's working with your money. You hear what I'm saying? He's working it out. He's working it out. See, we just can't get no rest. For some of us to trust God, we're going to be nervous in the service. That's what right here Genesis said that that he was afraid of God. God uses words like terrible. That's what he told. That's what he told. uh, uh, That's what he told Moses. He said, Moses, I'm getting ready to do miraculous works in you. And then he says, I'm going to do a terrible work, a terrible thing. But it wasn't a bad thing. He was just saying, I'm going to break out. (laughs) I'm going to break out. And see, this is what you got to be mindful of. Some of us are afraid of God. And, and you got to have the right kind of fear of God. I mean, he ain't no daddy that's going to beat you and slap you and do that. No, 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 no. You got to have a reverential fear for him. You got to understand that he is so good that I love him. He is so good I ain't going to do him wrong. He's so good I'm not going to two-time on him. I'm not going to be a whoremonging on him. Now, he's just that good to me because when he told Moses, he said, get up there. And he said, my goodness going to pass by you. You got to know how good God is. And when you get that revelation of how good God is, how graceful, how merciful, how kind God is to you, even in despite of what you've been doing, how you've been living, how kind and merciful he has been unto you, when you understand that, boy, you want to get right. And you have a fear, but it's a healthy fear. It's not to be afraid of God. It's to have a reverential, I, I revere him. I revere him. I, it's, it's the word, uh, 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 uh. I stand in awe of him. This is, that's how I stand in awe of him. And this is the way Jacob was. This is the way Moses was. They were just overwhelmed. He was overwhelmed that God would show himself like that to him. That he would have a dream and a vision and see that then God would speak to him out of that. The same thing with Moses. He was just overwhelmed that God, what would you do if God showed up for you? It'll change your life. And he wants to show up just like that. He'll do it. I'm proof of that. He'll do it. See, I done had him show up in my life, but I want him to show up and stay. 
And, 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 and I'm telling you, and, and him leaving and going to do, ain't have anything to do with what he, 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 he it had everything to do with me. And the life that I, the things I chose to do, the life I chose to live, the thing, how I wanted to be. But I'm learning today, brother. I'm learning. I'm not going nowhere without him. I want I don't care who it separates me from and who it identifies me with. Matter of fact, this is how Moses said, I know, please, please give me grace. I know this. This is how Moses said it. He says, well, how will the people know that you are with us? How will we, how will we be separated from all the other people of the earth if you don't go with us? If his manifest glory is not with you, you're not going to be different than anybody else in the world. Anybody else in the boardroom? Anybody else out there? You're not going to be any different than the world. I don't know about you. I want to be different. Out there on my job, I want to be different. I don't want to fit into that mess I'm around every day. I want to be different. I want to have the king of glory in my life. I want to be a gate. I want to be a door. I want when I walk in the plant, the king of glory done walked up in that place. And I'm here to tell you, the whole plant will honor him. The whole plant will honor him. Holy Spirit just taking me everywhere right now. I remember when they bought the, 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 the presence of God over there in that place. I forgot what the name of that place was, but they brought him in there, and they, and they were worshiping a tree. I don't remember that. It's in the old time. They were worshiping a tree, and they got hold of the presence of God. Yeah, it got stolen, and they took that thing and tried to put that in their little temple up there where they had their tree worshiping. Yeah, they're gone. They're gone. Yeah, yeah. The next day, they're gone like this. That boy was just like that. What you saying, Pastor? What I'm saying? Look, look, look. Evil can't stand in the presence of God. This is why you got to have the manifest glory of God. You, look, that's what to keep them demons off of your children, off of your family. Look, you, oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't got enough time to deal with it. Think about it. You got your job. You got your job on the side. You're doing this. You're doing that. You're running. We got, we got all that. What time you got to watch over your children? Most of us don't. Most of us, we done gave them off to someone. We doing this. We, 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 we latch key. We hooking them up. We doing all these things. Lord, so God said, but you better, look, you, that's why you need to be in my holy hill. Because <laughs> you can't take care of all of it. I know I can't. I know, I look, I know I can't. I'm praying this morning on my knees for my children, all three of them. The one in the house, one around the house, and the one that visits the house. I'm praying for all three of them all the time. Jericho sat down yesterday and said, Dad, I need, to, I need to ask you about something. I'm sitting here saying, Lord, I, I need your wisdom. I need your wisdom on this thing, Lord. I don't want to even tell her what I did or even reflect back on how I used to live. I ain't want to give her no worldly anything. I want it, Lord, to be straight from the throne of God. And I thank God I had already done been up on the hill that day. You know what I'm saying? I already done been up on the hill. And the Lord revealed. And I told her, I said, look, this got to be about God, sister. It's got to be about God. I understand you're young and all that, but in the end, this got to be about God. It got to be about God. You in John chapter 2, I want you to see this, verse 11. And we're, we're almost about the end. I got one more scripture after this. This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifest forth his glory. And the disciples did what? Believed on him. <laughs> he manifested his glory. He was reflecting God to the people that were following him. And the Bible says they believed. 
You hear what I'm saying? They believed on him. See, on him, on who? Jesus. See, when we see now we're reflecting the glory of Jesus upon them. And they ain't gonna believe on us, they're gonna believe on who? Him. It's all about him. You know what I'm saying? So he's reflecting the glory. Now, 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 this is what I like about Jesus. So we got to bring it home because that's how we get in on it, through Jesus. That's how we get this symbol to the hill, what? Through Jesus. He's sitting at what? The right hand. He's sitting up on the hill. You know what I'm saying? At the right hand of the Father, what? Making intercession. And then we're what? We're, we're seated with Christ. Where at? In what? Heaven. Where? On the what? In the hill. Oh, my God. We, we, we up there in the hill, man. And the reason why, why do we get up in the hill? So we can let him in. So when we come off the hill, you hear what I'm saying? That the glory of the Lord thy God going to be up on us. Why? So that the people can say, well, what does it start at? It starts with your family. So your children can see that the king of glory has come in. Amen. It starts at home. Amen. Then going on to work. Oh, they, then, then, oh, they know the king of glory is here. Not you, him. And that's what our kids need. They need to see him. I said, God, you got to bless me crazy because my kid, look, I ain't talking about me blessing my, you got to bless me crazy. They got to know this is a crazy blessing. They got to know that, that, that God had everything to do with it so they can trust in the Lord thy God. They can trust in the God of Eric and Angela. They can trust in the God of their mother and their father. Oh, yes, sir. They got to see it, man. I'm telling you, you can't fake it till you make it because I'm telling you, your kids seeing everything that you're doing and everything that you're not doing. They said, look, all I got to do is flash back. I knew everything mama and daddy were doing, but they didn't know I knew they were doing it. But I seen it. I seen it. And God said, look here, God will tell you, he, that's the truth. Your sin will find you out. Amen. Oh, yeah, you keep playing around with God, you want to. <laughs> I'm helping. Uh -uh. The Lord is helping somebody today. The Lord is helping somebody today. I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, we're living in a time now. I'm look, oh, my God, I'm telling you. Oh, my God, God. Now, look, look what he says here. This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth what? His glory. And his disciples did what? Believed on him. Why did they believe? On the glory. What did the miracles? The glory. This is the same thing when you're getting on, on time. Exodus chapter 34, when Moses, when he come down, he said, I said it earlier, I'm going to do marvelous things to you. Things that people haven't ever seen before. That's what he said. And I'm going to do them through you and the people are going to see the miraculous works. He says, I should do a terrible thing. I mean, in, 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 amongst the people. Through you, Moses. Through you. And this is what the Lord wants. I'm talking about his manifest presence must be in this house here. Now, I'm dealing with you first and foremost in your own house. Because if he ain't in your house, he ain't going to be in this house. I mean, your, your physical house. Your spiritual house, God got to be in this temple, man. And I'm telling you, if he in this temple, you ain't going to let everything come in your ear. You ain't going to be looking at everything, listening to everything, eating everything, doing everything. You're not going to do that. There's no way you can do that. And so you got to let him come in. But he ain't laying up in this temple with some sin going on. You, you look, you look, look, be not deceived. He ain't even around. Not when that's going on. And so we got to learn how to keep ourselves. I got to keep myself clean. Now, let me ask you this. You don't need to answer this. How often do you wash? <laughs> now, I hope none of y'all ain't skipping. Talking about Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Pastor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You wash how often? Daily. 
And, and if you want to keep these pearly whites looking good, these 6432s, 188, whatever you got, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I be here, you know, always say that. He over, that preacher over there like that all the time. He said, let me see your 30, your 64s, your 32s, your 18s, your pearly whites, or whatever you got left. <laughs> whatever we got left. But with these things here, if you want them to look good, you got to work on them at least look, 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 more than one time a day. You know what I'm talking about, right? Huh? Some of y'all, some of y'all, some of your teeth are so valuable, you clean them three times a day. I mean, for some of you, I know, look, don't, like, I know what I'm talking about. Some of you, look, I can have some of you women to shake out your purse, and you got, what's that stuff you clean your teeth? You got some floss up in there. I know you do. I know you do. And that's how much you care about your teeth. Amen? The Lord is saying, do you care about your spirit like that? Do you care about your temple like that? You know what I'm saying? He said, yes, sir, man, yes, sir. You got to, look, this thing got to stay sharp. You got to keep the spirit of the living God, amen, on the inside of you, amen. And so you got to keep your thing clean. You got to keep the temple clean. You got to keep it clean. You got to keep it clean. See, God will give us practical ways. He'll show us in the natural what he expects of us to do in the spirit realm. Because if we stay clean, the Lord of glory will be with you. You hear what I'm saying? Wherever you go, you'll prosper. Whatever you do, you'll prosper. Don't you want to have that kind of prosperity in you? If I go over here, I'm going to prosper. If I go do that, if, I, if I'm a trash man, I'm going to prosper on the trash truck. Whatever he got me doing, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to prosper wherever I go. Now, look at Jesus. Jesus manifested his glory. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Now, we know how this goes. Jesus manifests the glory of the Father so that they will believe on him because the only way you can get through the Father is who? Through the Son. You know what I'm saying? And so if you're going to experience the glory of the Father, you got to experience the glory of the Son, which is the glory of the Father. And so the the same way God is using all of us, if people are going to experience the glory of the Lord, they're going to experience the glory of the Lord that's on our life, that's through us, that we open up the doors, we open up the gates, so the King of glory can come in. So when he comes into our life, the glory of the Lord is in our house, house, life, and that's what other people see. Do you get it? Do you follow me? This is why it's so valuable. To have his manifest presence. And you, you, you got to say, I'm willing to do anything to keep the presence of God in my life here. Now, now this is what I like about it. This is what I like about it. Up there, up a little earlier, this is what his mama said. His mama told him to make some water in the wine, right? <laughs> That's Mary, his mama. She don't know that boy had, that boy had the glory of God up on him. He, he says, woman, leave me alone. My hour has not yet come. You know how she responded to that? Listen to everything that he said. Do, do what he what tells you to do. What you saying, pastor? What I'm saying is we got to learn how to do what? Do what he tells you to do. <laughs> if you want the presence. Look, 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 look what she says. Look, look, at, look at verse, uh, verse 4. Jesus said unto her, woman, verse 4. What have I to do with thee? My hour is not yet come. She's trying to tell him to do something. His mother said unto the servants. Who the servants? The ones that was following him. Whatever he saith unto you, what? Do it. This is what this having this manifest glory is all about. It's not about doing what you want to do anymore. It's about doing what he tells you to do. I promise you we're closing right here. John 17. I promise we're closing. I can't take any more of this. This is what we're going to, I can't take any more of this, but we're going to get it all in one serving. Amen. Hallelujah. It'll be, it'll be on the, uh, uh, the internet out there. Amen. John 17 and 1. I want you to see this, and this is where we're going to end at. Hallelujah. 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 As we begin to look here, y'all prepare to give unto the Lord. Brother uh, uh, 
Deacon Ware, I'll receive the offering uh, this, this morning. And then as we receive the offering, I want y'all guys to get ready for, for another song here. We got, a, we got a minute or two. Amen. Just prepare your hearts now. It says, uh, John chapter 17, are you there? Yeah. Look at verse 1. It says, these words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes, where at? To heaven. And said, Father, thy hour is come. Glorify thy son, that thy son also may what? Glorify thee, my God. As thou hast sent him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God in Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. You see what the assignment is? It's to glorify him in the earth. Look at verse 5. And then he says, and now, Father, he's praying. This is his priestly prayer. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thy own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. I have manifested thy name unto the men that thou gavest me out of the world. Thine they were, and thou gavest them me, and they have what kept thy word. Now they have known that all things whatsoever thou have given me are of thee. For I have given unto them the words which thou gavest unto me, and they have received them, all right? And have known surely that I came from thee, and they have believed that thou didst send me. I pray for them. Here, now you're breaking it down. I'm praying for them. I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given to me, for they are thine. And all mine are thine, and thine are mine, and I am glorified, what? In them. <laughs> what does he say? He's glorified in what? In them. In who? In his disciples, in us. He's glorified in us. What you saying, Pastor? Let him in. Let him in. The Father was glorified through his Son. And the Bible says he puts the spirit of the son in us, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, you are my daddy. You are my father. You are my God. And Jesus Christ said, you've glorified me. I've glorified you. Then he says, now glorify me with the glory that, you, that I was on my life in the beginning. And then he prayed. He says, Father, I gave them everything you gave me. Amen. Hallelujah. And he now said, Father, now, Father, now, Father, these men that you gave me, amen, they, they, they will glorify you through me in the earth, in the earth. Hallelujah. I want us to know, church. <laughs> I want us to know. We got to let him in. It's time to stop playing. It really is. You got to make up in your mind, am I going with him? He'll give you everything that you, I know you, you're worried about if I'm going to lose this or I'm not going to make it. Uh, 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 I, I really love that person, Pastor. Look, do you love him more than you love him? Right, or do you love her more than you love him? Yeah. You can't let anything, a job, a career, uh, I'm telling you, a relationship, you name it, man. You can't let anything of that get ahead from you going up to your holy hill of God. Because this, this is what he told Moses. He says, Moses, tell the people. And he said, you got to keep yourself too. He said that they would have no other gods before me. 
He says, keep, look, somebody read 1 John chapter 2. You get into 1 John chapter 2. He tells him, he says, keep yourself from idols. Keep yourself from idols. Love not the world, neither the things of the world. See, I, I understand. I know what y'all saying. But pastor, I can't get ahead if I don't work the world. Yeah, you can. The world is his and everything that is in him. What you got to understand, the world got your stuff. And God is ready to take from the world and give it to you. But you got to get in position. You can't look, you can't look like the world and think he's going to bless you. This is what he says, come ye out from amongst them. Be ye separated. That's how he says it. I know it's tight, but it's right. It's right, man. I mean, how else would you want to do it? It's like this. Would you want to get into the Hall of Fame on steroids? You, you know what I'm saying? You know what? And then it comes out and you, you really just lived a whole tarnished career. And they're going to kick you out or not even going to let you in? See, this is what sin will do for you. It'll, it'll, it'll let you get all the way to the highest, to the highest point you get ready to step in there. And then it's going to expose itself. And they'll sit there and say, I, 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 something didn't look right about them. <laughs> I, I understand now why they acted the way they acted. And why she done this or he done that. Because there was compromise in our life. What you saying, Pastor? But I can't just be perfect, Pastor. No, you can't be perfect, but he is perfect. But you can't be blameless. That's what the Bible says. We can be blameless. We can be blameless. Pastor, I don't know about y'all, church. But you living with a pastor. I'm, we, I'm going on with Jesus. This is what this is about. It's lean, lean, look, I, 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 look, I don't, look, I don't lean on that. I don't lean on that. See, see, that's one thing to be a young fool, but to be an old one, you still leaning on stuff you know ain't working. Ain't working in somebody else's life. You still working on stuff. Can you believe that, folks? My son just got approached with one of these multi-level marketing type of thing. They still out there trying to do this mess. Yeah, permit. Young college kids, they trying to get him, son, you're going to get rich overnight. And I said, look, you mess around with them boys, you ain't even going to finish college. You be running around here with your head cut off. Talking about they want to meet with me. Bring them on up in here and meet me. Yeah, please. Just, come on, let's go on a range of meeting. That's how deceitful this stuff is. You be trying to get your whole family on the daggone thing. You know what I'm saying? And your people you don't even know where you're trying to get them on. But this is, this is what always moves me about this stuff. Why aren't we crazy like that about Jesus? That'll show you that something else has become your idol. Oh, I got something I need to show you, Pastor. Can I bring something? I, I had that stuff happen all the time. Oh, I need somebody. I mean, athletes, you name it. Can, can, oh, can I meet with your pastor? They meet with me then. I got a friend I want to bring with me. I already know. The Holy Ghost already told me. Yeah. You get ready to go deal with a bunch of mess. Talking about they love Jesus, and they're trying to hook me up with some mess. Now, think about if I got hooked up to it. Yeah. You know what I'll be doing. Uh, we're going to have a meeting after church. I want all of y'all, if y'all love the, y'all love bread of life and you love your pastor, y'all can get in on this. We're going to get some discount this, some discount that. Then y'all be sitting out there thinking like, you know, what in the heck going on with the pastor? This boy done lost his mind. That's the same thing I say about you when you involved in something like that. What in the heck going on with them? What in the world? How you done got that low? 
Uh, they, they, they done stopped trusting God, and now they're trying to trust some trick games and gimmicks. Well, you got to give your soul for that mess. I'm dealing with, I might be dealing with somebody right now, but it's not me. It's him. It's him. It's him. It's him. It's time to be free. It's time for other people to be free. Let the king of glory come on in, church. This is what he's trying to do. Amen. Let us put our hands together and give God some praise. Let's give God some praise. We're going to let him in. If the ushers will come forward this day, if you would please stand to your feet.